Welcome to Radio B&R, a podcast production of the Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Radio B&R, keeping Tennessee Baptists informed about the issues impacting their lives and churches. Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio B&R. I'm Chris Turner, your host. And today we're actually recording this from Gatlinburg, Sevierville area, and I'm here with Pastor Pete Lehman from Banner Baptist Church, whose church sustained some damage. Brother Pete, uh, welcome. Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about what happened last week uh, with, with the fires here in Gatlinburg and, and how that affected your church. Yeah. Well, the, the fires obviously were moving uh, quite rapidly, and uh, my wife and I weren't home, and uh, she kept coming out and telling me, she says, don't you think we need to go up and check on things? And I kept thinking, well, it's far enough away, we won't have to worry about it, but uh, within uh, a few hours, uh, we realized how serious it was, and so we went up to try to uh, check on our our shop as well as the church, but uh, by the time we got there, the fire had moved to a point we couldn't even get into the area. We just had to turn around and come back, and so it was the next day that we learned that our church had lost its fellowship hall. You had you had uh, mentioned earlier just about how how rapidly the fire moved, and that you had served 15 years as a volunteer fireman. Right. So you had an interesting perspective on it. Yeah, when we got up to a point where we couldn't go any farther, we actually seen the fire moving down uh, Roaring Fork. Uh, it was the fire was burning downhill, which as a fireman I'd never seen that happen before. But the wind was blowing it so hard. It was moving downhill and it actually jumped in the creek and looked like a blowtorch just blowing across the road and spreading the fire, just jumping from one place to the other. It was just, for a fireman of my experience, that, that was an amazing sight. I'd never seen anything like that. And obviously, fire like that is just extremely dangerous with as rapidly as it moving. Because I think oh, you sure. also talked about how, how unpredictable it seemed to be. Oh, sure. And it was clear the fire just moved the way the wind was blowing. And it was a type of fire, you don't control it, you just get out of its way because mm -hmm. you don't stop it. The wind just keeps it going. And so as you got up kind of towards that, that area, yeah. uh, you could already tell that there was going to be a lot of devastation. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so uh, your church is really located, uh, if people are familiar with that area of Gatlinburg, along the spur on the way yeah. up or way down, depending yeah. on what. And just kind of talk about that area up behind your church yeah. and yeah. what who, who all lives up there and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Banner Church was uh, originally constructed, uh, uh, the building itself was back in the 50s. Uh, the church has been for 120 years, but uh, the Banner community had been the area that it served for years. And uh, so we have a lot of members that live up above the church and up that holler. And uh, when you look at how the fire came through that area, it came through by our church and went up the hill in that way, and it just began to get home after home after home, and, uh, and we, we've now learned that we have seven families that have lost everything, uh, and not only there, but over in the Rowan Fork area. And just to put that in perspective, it, Banner is not a big church. No, we, we have about 30, 35 on Sunday morning, so you know, you're, you're looking at probably 25% of our congregation. Uh, have been affected by this fire in a devastating way. And what exactly damage did the church sustain? Uh, we lost our fellowship hall, which was a building that we built back about 15 years ago. Uh, it was the newest structure on the property, and uh, uh, the, the the land, we had some folks give us some land, and then we bought a piece of land, and, and uh, 
they had built it then, and so it was our newest building. The interesting thing here is just the weeks leading up, the sermon series uh, that you were talking about. Just give, tell us a little bit about that, that what yeah. you were doing and, and what your yeah. original context for yeah. that was. Yeah, I had for several months I had been preaching my series in, in the book of Job. Uh, I titled the series "When the Storms of Life Are Raging." Basically, what do you do? And and the purpose of our series was to to, to try to help us learn how to get through suffering when it comes, uh, but also teaches us how to minister to people who are suffering. And I think the book of Job does that very well. It gives us the principles and the ideas that we need to follow. Uh, but, you know, it was a time when our election was going on and, and a lot of social issues were being, and a lot of uh, hatred and violence being promoted our society. So my concept of hard times was in the con- was politically and socially, and uh, I, I just never imagined that the pain and the suffering would come in this context, and it just, uh, just astounded me. And, in fact, the Sunday before the fire, uh, my sermon uh, was really on uh, the idea that God will often give us a wake-up call, that something tragic will happen uh, to get our attention to, to where we're ready to listen to what he has to say. And, and uh, I, I don't believe God was the author of this event, but I do believe he was sovereign in it, and he is still sovereign now working through it, and that's why uh, we look at it from that perspective, that it's an opportunity to move forward. In a positive way. You had talked about the importance because you, you, your church, your congregation met that following Sunday after the fire, and you just talked about the importance of staying together. Absolutely, we we understood, and I, I've been pastor for a long time. And any time there's something like this, and it, it, it displaces the congregation, it's so critical that you stay together. If you just have to meet in a field somewhere, you you, you need to get together, talk, encourage, and help one another, and then talk about helping others. I, I find. When you're hurting and you have your own pain, that pain becomes less intense when you're really focusing on trying to help people who are suffering. And so, uh, and I found that to be true. We came together. That's why we begin to talk about it. That's why our emphasis right now is putting together uh, efforts to try to give some kind of short-term sustainability to these families that have lost everything. Because it's not going to, a few months down the road, there's still going to be this need and this problem, and we need to be prepared to, to, to sustain that in the long term. And talk a little bit about that, because there really is a great uh, outpouring of, of uh, concern for this area, people really wanting to rush to help. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is help that hurts, not that, that right. you know, People are well-meaning. It's just there are a lot of things right now that people are wanting to do that it's impossible to do. Talk just a little bit about, from your perspective and your church, about what would be a way for, for people to help not only your church but people in this area. Yeah. Well, right now, the, the, the best kind of help is financial uh, because with that, we're able to take funds and to focus on specific needs and issues that people have. Uh, but also... Uh, the, the, the desire to help, we hope that that desire continues months down the road because that's where we're going to find uh, a tremendous outpouring of need when we start assessing the needs of these families and folks that, uh, you know, after the insurance are through talking and, and, uh, and they're looking at trying to recover, uh, there's going to be tremendous needs there for people uh, to, to be able to sustain their life while they recover. And so we, we don't want to lose these folks who want to help us uh, in, in the short term. One of the ways people can help if financially, at least right now, the easiest way is to uh, visit tndisasterrelief.org slash contributions. There's a page set up there. You'll see uh, fire relief at the top of that page for uh, the Gatlinburg area. 
um, that, that can be directed there. You can also mail a check to P.O. Box 728, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37024, and just designate that disaster relief. And then on your check, if you want that specifically to go to helping folks here in Sevier County with uh, fire relief, that can be just designated in the memo line as in fire relief. Just talk a little bit about, because uh, you, you're not devastated by this, and you see this as an opportunity for your church really to, to come out of this uh, in a way that that's meaningful for them. Yeah, uh, you know, Banner Church is a church that's uh, existed for all these years, and and the, the whole community has changed around us, and, and, and we've struggled with that over the last few years of trying to uh, reestablish our identity as a church and a minister uh, to people in our area, but we realize our whole population has changed because we're located right in the center of, of, of thousands of tourists that visit our area, and so we've We've been trying to focus on ministries that can reach them and help them uh, while they're visiting our area. Uh, at the same time, uh, sustaining ministry for our, our, our members and, and people who live in the area as well. So it, it, it's a kind of change that really changes our identity, which also sets the stage for our facilities and trying to uh, change those and, and to, to, to meet the kind of needs that we're trying to minister to. Our church is a church. Uh, our our kind of uh, theme is uh, uh, we're a, uh, a church uh, with, with mountain tradition that ministers to contemporary needs. Uh, we hold true to our mountain traditions, but we realize we have to take them into our modern society and minister to contemporary needs, and so that's kind of where we are. Well, it's a great, great story as far as the opportunity and just the way the Lord yeah. prophetically really was preparing yeah. the congregation to deal with something like that. Yeah. Uh, certainly, uh, if if folks out listening um, want to pray for Banner Baptist yeah, Church specifically, uh, and, and and the four and the seven families that have lost everything, that's yeah. our primary concern right now. That uh, we want to make sure their needs are met. Yeah, and, and definitely that's, uh, you know, if you want to find out specifically where Banner Baptist is, you can Google it and see and get an idea of, of location-wise. All that area back up around the mountain from there is is uh, where fire did come down and a lot of that area back in the hollow and all that was really ravaged. So uh, thanks so much for taking time to visit with us. Uh, we'll continue to pray and uh, look forward to to one day visiting again when the church has been restored and, and uh, you guys have your first thing. Thank you for listening to Radio BNR, a podcast production of The Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded at baptistandreflector.org forward slash radio BR. The ministries of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptist.org.